0: Hello, this is Stan Connors from Soul Results, and I wanna continue the series on good mental health. In previous series, we talked about the power of thoughts and we talked about exercise. And today, I wanna talk about food and nutrition and how important it is in helping us attain good mental health. Hippocrates said, "'Let food be your medicine and medicine be your food.' And I believe you are what you eat. I realized many years ago that what I eat affects the way I feel. When I used to eat meat and lots of it, I'd feel tired. It would take ages for me to process it. So I began to convert to seafood, which is more digestible. I'm not saying you should not eat meat, but what I'm saying is perhaps alter the ratio. I realized processed food makes me feel tired versus eating fresh veggies. I realized that constant snacking doesn't ever achieve anything versus fasting. I learned that if I can take myself into a ketosis or a ketogenic diet, and it may take three or four days to get there by fasting, I change the way I think. I feel more relaxed, I feel more peaceful, my thoughts are clearer, hence the power of fasting. And we've probably all heard about fasting for losing weight, but fasting is also great for helping us think clearer. I also realized that some of these simple carbs or white foods, sugars and and processed flour and processed rice and so forth, don't make me feel very good versus eating more natural products, increasing my protein, my healthy fats and more complex carbs. And I also learned that if I have 700 mils to a liter of water three times a day, I don't feel as tired, I don't feel as hungry and I feel better. Have you ever been to a health retreat to detox and just have a reset? I've done that a number of times and I recommend it. There's many of them around Australia. Perhaps when you come out of that retreat, you'll make decisions like no to soft drinks, no to sugary products, no more white foods, and eat more natural foods, more naturally grown foods, foods. and perhaps we can go to coffee in moderation, one or two a day, and alcohol just a couple times a week. The cleaner we eat, the better we feel. Our mental health is linked to what we eat because you are what you eat. And we feel differently when we eat healthy. This is Stan Connors from Soul Results, encouraging you to eat healthy and notice what it does to your mental health. Hello, this is Stan Connors from Soul Results and today I wanna share with you a really important topic that we all love to learn and that is life balance. You see, there's so many meanings around life balance. I wanna share three of them with you. These are the top three I've encountered as I coach and mentor people, including business people and professionals and so forth. So the first type of life balance that I've um, encountered is the work-life balance. And this this has been around now for about 20 or 30 years, the concept of work-life balance. So how many hours is the right number of hours for you? For some people, it's 30, others 40, others 50. Rarely is more than 50 hours a week necessary um, as part of life balancing work. It tends to become an addiction because we need to mix it and match it and balance it with family, family activities like dinners and sports and maybe date night with your life partner. And of course, then we have recreation and hobbies, uh, things you love to do, play tennis, play golf, race your car, go to the pub with your friends, go for coffees. And then of course, there's exercise, whether it's a personal trainer or cardio or strength or Pilates, whatever it is, some sort of exercise. So work-life balance is really saying, all right, this is the amount of time I devote to work and then this is the stuff I need to do to balance my life my family, my recreation, my exercise, and so forth. The second type of life balance that I've encountered over the years is the balance between achievement and fulfillment. And that is, over a period of years, I've seen that people who just achieve, 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 they set their goals, achieve their goals, make more and more money, that's a great thing, they keep growing, they get to a point where they say, is that all there is in life? They may burn out as opposed to people who mix it and balance it with fulfillment. So they do the achievement, they achieve their goals, they hit all their markers, but at the same time, they allow a bit of time for meaningful things. Things like spending time feeling grateful, spending time giving unconditionally to others, contributing, helping in a charity, or perhaps just spending time on the beach reflecting about their life and about the direction they want to go. So in this case, Life Balance is about the balance between achievement and fulfillment. And since um, the last couple of years has been this other third dimension of balance, which is really around how much time do I spend in the office versus work at home? For some people, it's a three plus two formula, others, the four plus one, whatever it is. But what we know is or too much time at home is not good for life balance. And also perhaps we need to balance a little bit of time um, out of the office. So there we have it. We've got three areas of life balance. So when you're considering the topic of life balance, it'll allow you to say, all right, let me look at the things holistically: my work life balance, my achievement versus fulfillment balance, and my office versus home balance. I hope you've learned something from this topic. I certainly love talking about it and coaching people. This is Stan Contis wishing you a balanced life. Hello, this is Stan Contis from Soul Results. Let me share with you a great topic that, uh, that many of us love, and that is from fear to faith. In other words, how do we take our mind from a position of fear to a position of inner faith? What is Fear. As we've heard definitions in the past, fear is false evidence appearing real or false expectations appearing real. A lot of it is created in our head. And what is faith? Faith similarly is created in our head. It's a can-do attitude. Maybe it's a can-do because we sense we can do it. Maybe it's can-do because we've done it before. If I've run um, a kilometer in a certain amount of time in five minutes, say, then I know I can run a kilometer again within five minutes. Similarly. Any goal that you've done before, you have a level of faith, but how can we take that faith into areas where we haven't handled it before? Now, what's wrong or what can go wrong will always be available, but so is what's right. What's wrong is always available. Think about it. We've had a pandemic. Then we went to a breakout in a war in Ukraine, Russia. Then we've gone to inflation and high interest rates. I mean, what's next? There's always going to be something wrong available, but so is what's right. You see, the way we manage our mind is we say, what can I control? These are the things I can control. Therefore, I will put energy into them. And the things I can't control, I'm not going to worry about it because I can't control it anyway. I have to have a level of faith that things will turn out like they've always turned out. Things always are never as bad as we think they are. You know, imagine Moses walking into the, the river and, and, and stepping in and he's got a million people behind him and he, and they're saying and he's saying the river's gonna part and we're gonna be able to cross across and everyone's going, are You mad? And yet he starts walking, all of a sudden the river parts and he walks across and everyone goes, Wow. Now could he control that? No, he couldn't control it. But what he had was faith. Now, of course, that's an extreme example. And I know there are examples in our life not gonna be that extreme. But what I want us to understand is, you know, whilst we see in the media um, all sorts of fear and all sorts of things that can go wrong, let's also understand that this too will pass. Things always pass. And let's focus on what we can control and let's put energy into that. And the things we can't control, let's have a level of faith in our mind. Let's visualize the result we want. Let's project what, what, the energy where we want to go and not get caught up in the negativity. So as an entrepreneur, there's always difficulties. And actually the difficulties are the ones you learn the most from and develop the most from and gain the most value from. So let's all go forth with faith. Have faith that what your goal is, what you want will turn out. Have faith that what is going wrong will turn around for you. And have faith that, yes, we can't control everything, but sometimes we just got to have faith that things will turn out. This is Stan Contras from Soul Results, teaching you to turn fear into faith. Hi, this is Stan Contis from Soul Results. Let me share with you about your life. Do you want your life to be an example or do you want it to be a warning? An example or a warning? What if you went to the end of your life and you sat on a rocking chair and you rocked the chair and you're old, you're in the 80s, 90s, 100 and you're reflecting on your life. Wouldn't it be great to say, my life was a good example. It wasn't a warning. You see, whether our life becomes an example or a warning is all about thoughts and actions and behaviors. For example, if we wanna be a great example of good health, we've gotta manage risk, because health needs changes to reduce risk of being unhealthy. You can never guarantee having great health, but you can manage risk. You can stop smoking. You can follow a healthy diet, the Mediterranean diet, a low-carb diet. You can exercise every day, even if it's just a walk. There's all sorts of things where you can be an example in your old age of what good health is. Similarly, you can also be an example or a warning when you're sitting in that rocking chair about how you behaved. Did you do the right thing? You see, an error once is a mistake and we should always forgive each other forgive one another including ourselves when we make mistakes and 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 change and want to not do it again that's that's good human nature we're not going to be perfect however if we repeat mistakes well that's a lack of wisdom some people would call it stupidity so at the end with our rocking chair test we want to be in a position where hey yes we've done we've made some mistakes we forgiven, but we didn't repeat them, we learned. And how do we change ourselves? As wise people, we need to use pain and pleasure instead of pain and pleasure using us. So what we project in our mind is painful, which could be bad behaviour or whatever it is, and what we project in our mind is pleasurable will guide our behaviour. We'll always avoid pain and we'll always go towards pleasure. So we can use pain and pleasure instead of it using us by managing the way we think and feel. So we guide ourselves into doing the right behaviours. You see, when people have a life by design, in other words, they have a good life, it takes effort and it takes planning and it takes learning. Much of that learning involves having the right people around you. Who you hang around with most of the time is who you become like. So choose wisely your peers. Love your family unconditionally, but choose your peers Here it is. Let's make our lives an example. So when we all all have that rocking chair test, we look back and say, hey, I led a good life. This is Stan Contos from Soul Results. Hello, this is Stan Contos from Soul Results. And today I want to share with you a wisdom. The wisdom of learn to be an overcomer. Five key items. So what do we need to overcome in life? Because these things pop up in our life And every single one of us has to deal with them. The first thing is frustration. Learn to get over frustration. The frustration that things don't go the way you plan. The frustration that other people will let you down. The frustration that time seems to go on and on and things don't seem to come to fruition. Frustration. Learn to get over it. Learn to be at peace. Wait. Keep persisting. And it will come through. The second thing is, learn to overcome rejection. Yes, there are times people will reject us, whether it's in business, in our personal life, in our career life. We will get rejected. We will give, but we'll never receive. Learn to get over rejection. It's part of life. Not everybody has the same belief that you have. Thirdly, learn to overcome financial pressure. There are times our costs in life will go up, interest rates and so forth. There are times maybe our income won't keep up. There are times we make investments and they don't work out. There are times we make mistakes. Learn to overcome financial pressure. It's a part of life. The next thing is complacency or procrastination. Either people are complacent and don't do things right or they procrastinate or perhaps you do it. Perhaps you drop your guard, you drop your standards, you're complacent and you make a mistake or you procrastinate and don't get things done on time. Learn to overcome it and be an action person. And the last thing is, learn to overcome that you're going to have to give much more than you'll ever receive in life. You know, I always say, you're going to have to give 10 times before you receive up to three times. What does that mean? Whether it's 10 birthdays and you might receive one, two or three back on your birthday, 10 gifts. 10 barbecues, whatever it is, learn that you're going to have to give much more than you'll ever receive. And don't measure your giving with other people's giving back to you. Just give unconditionally, selflessly, and it'll come back. It won't come back as 10, but it will come back. So there you are. Learn to be an overcomer, to overcome frustration, rejection, financial pressure, complacency and procrastination, and of course, learn to give without the need to receive. This is Stan Kontos from Soul Results, teaching wisdoms on how we can improve our lives and help to improve the lives of our family and friends around us. Thank you. Hello, this is Stan Kontos from Soul Results, and today's topic is something that's very dear to me, coaching and mentoring for you. That's right, coaching and mentoring for you. We're gonna talk about coaching and mentoring over a number of Voice of Inspiration episodes. So what is coaching? Coaching is the shifting of a mindset. It's not counseling, it's not therapy. It's being with someone who's a coach, just like a coach in a sporting team, and they help you shift your mindset. And what's mentoring? Mentoring is passing down information, passing down wisdom, passing down experiences, bringing you networks. Mentoring is helping you grow in your, in your business or occupation. So coaching and mentoring come together to enhance your life. Of course, coaching can be called life coaching, business coaching, executive coaching. But in the end, it's about coaching. It's about you developing to your fullest potential and enjoying the journey. It's about a coach who provides guidance, support, and accountability to help you overcome all your challenges, to get clarity and unlock your potential. Now in this world, there's constant change and constant challenges, and a coach offers a structured approach to your personal growth and fulfillment. So as I said before, it's not about therapy or counseling, it's about empowering you to take action and to change your life. Here's a few reasons why coaching and mentoring can help you. Number one, it gives you great clarity. A good coach will help you clarify your goals, your values, your priorities, they ask you the right questions, they stimulate your thinking, they get you to think about what truly matters to you. And then with this clarity, you make the right decisions, take the right steps, and get on to achieving your dreams and goals. Number two, accountability. A great coach holds you accountable. You meet with a coach at least monthly, sometimes fortnightly, and the coach gives you some structure and support and holds you accountable and lifts your performance so you can achieve all the steps you need to achieve to get on the road to achieving your goals. Number three, support and guidance. A coach is there to help you in your journey. They provide a safe space for you to express your thoughts or your feelings or your inadequacies and help you improve things, improve relationships, give you better strategies and overcome the challenges to help you achieve your goals. So there is support and your guidance and they're usually available for you 24 hours a day. And what about the last number four, which is results? Ultimately, a coach is someone who helps you achieve results. So whatever you'd normally achieve in five years, what if you could achieve it in one year? That's right. You become more productive. You achieve more out of life. You get more fulfillment and you enjoy and you become an inspiration for others and you develop your confidence. So if you're considering taking a leap of faith and getting a coach come and have a discovery session with us at Soul Results. Go online, www.soulresults.com and get a discovery session with us and see if coaching is for you. And remember, subscribe to our podcast and get these valuable insights regularly to keep you motivated and on the right road. Thank you. This is Stan Contos here to talk about coaching and mentoring. Hello, this is Stan Contos from SO Results, and today I want to share with you the financial impact of a good mentor. It's following up in the series of coaching and mentoring, and in particular, our Platinum Program Coaching and Mentoring Program. I want to talk about how mentoring can change your life financially. What is mentoring? Mentoring is the passing down of knowledge uh, from somebody, from a posture of experience where the mistakes have been made and somebody can guide you how to optimize the return from your funds, from your time, from your knowledge and from your people. So he may I mean, a good mentor will help you develop a good team. You know, when is it right to put somebody on? When is it the right time to let someone go? Um, A good mentor may help you develop your organizational structure such that it's an investment, not a cost, where you're you're projecting in the future what you're gonna be doing in the next year and where does your org structure need to be. They may even guide you to how to get the best financing deals, or may introduce you to networks, or may help you scale up your business. How do you gotta get your money right, your people, your strategy, your systems and processes? So it's all about knowledge passed down from experience. A good mentor might even help you with your investments and how to create more and more passive income streams. In other words, they may guide you into how to unlock value from real estate. So if it was residential real estate, how do you unlock value from renovations? How do you unlock value from subdivisions? How do you get the best and highest use from your property? Or if you have a property and you're renting it, you know what type of rental arrangement is going to give you the best returns? Is it just your regular rental or is it going to be Airbnb type rental or providing it to an Airbnb provider? or someone that puts in students, or you're going to furnish it and use executive rental. There's so many ways to rent out a property. So it's all about unlocking that value. They may also help you unlock value with your share market investments. In other words, if you were dealing with a mentor who understood value investment, they may guide you into making the right investment irrespective of the share price, irrespective of the noise in the market, whether the market's going up, going down, but to learn how to spot a good company based on things like earnings per share growth every year? What is the current PE? What is the management structure like? What is the competition like? And most importantly, is there a moat? Is there a protective coding around this business to protect the sales and the profits? So these are the sort of things you can expect from a really good mentor, someone who's been there, done that, and can help you get the results much faster and so that can impact your life in a more positive way. So visit us at www.soulresults.com and learn about our platinum program, coaching and mentoring. This is Stan Contos talking about the financial impact of a mentor. Hello, this is Stan Contos from Soul Results. I'd like to share with you the topic, be bold and courageous. That's right, be bold and courageous. We've all heard some of these sayings like face the fear and win. The comfort zone and getting out of your comfort zone. What about this one from Tony Robbins? The quality of your life is in direct proportion to the level of uncertainty you can comfortably handle. Let me repeat that. The quality of your life is in direct proportion to the level of uncertainty you can comfortably handle. What that means is, as you grow out of your comforts and as you face your fears, that's where you get this incredible personal growth. But in order to do that, you've got to have methods to manage the uncertainty so that, yes, you may be uncomfortable, but you're not freaking out. So, for example, you may be single right now and and you may find it nervous to go out on a date. So be bold and courageous. Get out there. Ask Ask her or ask him to go out. What about financial decisions? You may be hesitant in making that leap of faith into buying a business or buying a property or whatever it is that's going to take your finances to another level. Or maybe there's activities like public speaking which make you nervous and you want to step up and grow and be a different person. What is it that will help you become more daring, more courageous, more bold so you can challenge yourself? Because it's in this challenge in life that you grow and become more. And when you grow and become more, you can then give more back. You go to another level of thinking being, behaving, and then you can give more back, whether it's more to your friends, your colleagues, your children, whoever it is. When you grow, you can help others grow. So be bold and courageous. Set something this year, one or two or three things that will help make this year a transformative year for you, where you stretch. Maybe you need to get a coach. Maybe you need to learn to meditate as well to be able to handle the uncertainty. But go through it, face the fear and win, be bold and courageous and watch how you change into a better version of you. This is Stan Contras from Soul Result, encouraging you to grow.